Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Brothers, sisters, dear friends Jazakallah here for tuning in to the Wahda podcast uh, If you haven't already followed us on Instagram and Twitter Please do so um, At team underscore Wahda And please subscribe to our YouTube channel This podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and YouTube Enjoy the podcast Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Wahda podcast. Today we have um, the same lineup with our new guest, Abdul Latif. And today we'll be discussing a very important topic, which is prayer, how to find consistency, motivation, how to deal with um, getting a prophetic. So we'll go straight in and ask you, Hashim, how did you start um, getting into your five daily prayers? Um, how, do you, how did you find regularity in your prayers um, basically the way I got to pray five times a day was first of all I was at a stage in my life where my I didn't know what to do with life and I was a bit insecure and not very um, knowledgeable about um, Islam and I just didn't I wasn't interested in praying as some, as sometimes people go through. And the way I got back to praying five times a day was I needed to change my life around. And I thought by changing the way, just becoming a good person was just going to be, that was just going to cut it. And that's just, that's what was going to get me. But it wasn't, it was, it was still the same. And I thought to myself, I was like, you just have to, what you need now is you need Allah. I need to put your trust in Allah. So, I got to a stage where I started praying five times a day and then I started to read books, Islamic books and watch videos and I had good people around me. Thing is, uh, all the people that I was hanging out around with before, secondary school wise um, and just random other people I know, I cut them out of my life because I thought to myself, I said, these people that you're going around with, they're not they're not going to get you into Jannah and they're not, they're not doing the best for you. So what I tried to do is I tried to be with good people and Alhamdulillah, I found uh, Carmen and Yusuf and they were very, very um, good-hearted, kind brothers and we always used to pray Zor um, in a sixth form and we got a prayer room and then we started to pray Jummah prayers on Friday with uh, some younger brothers and this, this, it, it was a motivation because I thought to myself, I said, you're helping all these young brothers and you're praying yourself. Why not just keep maintaining it? Why yeah, just make this something of your life? Yeah. And then I started to watch Islamic videos and, and I started to learn more about Islam and started to read the Quran more. And then it appealed to me. And then since you put your trust in Allah, I just saw so many drastic changes that it, it was unbelievable. Would you say um, with your... With your like, with prayer, was there a stage in your life before where you were like praying regularly, or was like, was it always, was it from nothing to like zero to a hundred, if that makes sense? Because thing, one thing I've noticed is, especially with people around our age, is they'll go into secondary school, and like obviously their parents have conditioned them in a certain way that you have to pray five times a day and stuff. You know what I mean? And then you get to a certain age where you're given a bit more freedom. And then I think that slowly kind of goes away. Was that is that the case with you or you? Now with me is um, sometimes I used to pray five times a day, 
very so good. not consistently not consistently i didn't i didn't used to play consistently because when you're at when you're at like a young age sometimes you just you're just not interested and you're just your mind takes over the fact that um you need a law sometimes you have questions about islam that that you don't you don't get and you you don't you don't like it doesn't sit right with you and when something doesn't sit right it's 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 very hard to see the light at the tunnel yeah. But I thought to my thing is by the fact that me going through all these things that I've been through, that helped me because that made me realize that Allah is still with me. He still wants me to um to go to Jannah, and He's still always helping me. And I thought to myself, I said, "Listen, this is this is you can't mess around anymore. You can't start skipping salah. This this is this is something you have to make part of your life." And Alhamdulillah, now this salah is something I make part of my life. I will never ever go a day. Without not scheduling my life without salah, I will always put every single five five times a yeah. day prayers into my into my life that's into my truth. calendar. That's the truth because one thing I learned was when you with salah, I think we live in a society in like a time where you have your life and salah is like it revolves around everything else. Yeah, that makes sense. So if you were to like live your life as like a mind map, if that makes sense, salah would be like the branches coming out of the mind map. But in actual fact, it should be the sense of the mind map. Everything else, like whether it be football, whether it be school, whether whatever it is, that should revolve around your salah. Yeah. So, oh, I can't do a certain thing at this time. I'll do a bit later because I have to pray my I have to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to, I can't wake up at nine o'clock on the holidays because Fajr is at seven o'clock. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. And I think, I think that's I think when we live in such like a fast paced time where we have so much going on. But like you have to understand that salah is like you have to, salah is like the most important thing. Like if you don't pray, then it's a bit. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent agree with you. I think that many people today they just see salah as oh yeah, you can just pray salah. But this is, is quite I think this is true. Um, I this is what I feel is true. I feel like when people are sick, when people are ill, when people are going through financial troubles, and when people are going through tough times in life, that's when they turn to Allah. Yeah, that's the problem. They'll pray because they want Allah to help them with this sort of thing. But when they're normal people and your life is just okay, they don't turn to Allah. That's for me. That's when you should pray even more, bro. Exactly. I don't. You know what I mean? I think for me, turning to Allah in times of difficulty. Yes, that's that's reg- that's regular. You know what I mean, people do that. For me, the important thing is to actually turn to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala when you're in times of greatness. And shows like, you, shows you're grateful. Exactly, it shows you're grateful, bro, because you know you, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala can take anything away. So the fact you're you're praying at that time, rather than when you're at your lowest point, is is more profound. Yeah, because it shows you're actually grateful for what you have. You know what I mean? And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will never like turn away from you, and it shows it. It kind of keeps you grounded, if that makes sense. Yeah, it keeps you humble, because it shows you like no matter where you are, like in your life and your status in society. That you, you you do realize that I'm only here because of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. You know what I mean? And I think once your salah, once you lose your salah, you kind of lose that connection with Allah as well. You get me? Yeah, I think that um, was with what like I was saying about when you pray in times of difficulty and when it's not in times of difficulty, you don't pray. This, like Karma said, is so essential that when you're not in a time of difficulty, you pray because. You thank for you should be thanking Allah for every single second. The fact that you're breathing right now, the fact that you're healthy, the fact you've got family, and the fact that nothing bad is happening to you at that very moment in time. And I feel like that's where you've got to thank Allah. That's where you've got to pray even more. 
and just be grateful and just make it a part of your life. That's what I have to do. I think with Salah, either you do not pray or you do pray because it's it's like other things. Either, either you're in or you're out. It's got you got to be fully committed to it. Mm. You have to. Like it's compulsory. People, people yeah. stray away from that. People think, oh yeah, brother, I'll I pray can just pray salah and just yeah. It's compulsory. Yeah. It's you're meant to pray, just like you're meant to fast in the month of Ramadan. That's compulsory. That's what you have to realize. You have to realize this is what you're meant to do. This is something which is so key in your life that you have to. And I feel like you have to make it a way of your life. And if you do not make it a way of your life, then it's it's very difficult to find. Um, goodness into yourself peace into yourself and just having 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 yourself as a thing is we must understand that what's the purpose of life yeah what's the purpose of life what is the purpose of life yeah to serve in it to worship Allah to worship Allah Allah. life is a test that's it it's a test it's about patience Mm. yeah Salah gives you patience man gives you a lot of things gives you a lot of things gratitude gratitude discipline discipline Honestly, and but I think we must. Jenna well. Yeah, <laughs> inshallah, man. <laughs> but I think we need to understand that, like, we can't really, with salah especially, it's something that you can't compare apples and oranges, if that makes sense. Like, you can't compare one person who's family. Because the thing is, essentially, speaking from experience, bro, like, I, I'm from, like, when before, when I wasn't praying, you get me, like, it's tough to just start. Praying like I mean regularly, it's not easy. Like if you're not praying and you, when you have a habit, having a bad habit, it's so hard to take away. You get me? Like it's like smoking. If you if you smoke, the first few weeks and that, like the first week or whatever it is, you'll be you'll be completely on it, and you're trying to stray away from it. Then slowly and slowly you fall off, and I think Salah's the same because I think when you pray. For someone who, for, for us, Alhamdulillah, we pray five times a day now, but when when you think about it, how long does it take us to pray? Well, what's the longest salah in the day? Isha, probably. How long does it take us to pro- approximately pray Isha? Five, six five minutes just to read the Fadr, whatever, yeah. yeah? About 15 minutes to pray all of the Rakah, Sunnah, Witr, everything, yeah? Now, for someone who doesn't pray regularly, 15 to 20 minutes or 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever it is, that, that seems quite long. Although in 24 hours, if you count like it up... 40, 40 minutes a day. Exactly. Yeah, it's like 40 it minutes. It doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't affect your schedule. It doesn't affect yeah. your schedule. But for someone who doesn't pray regularly, that might that might seem like a long time. Yeah. That you're completely focused in silence praying for that amount of time. Now, it's not a long time like in hindsight, but, but for someone like that, it is. And for me, before it was. And I think one way to like slowly get into... The habit of praying regularly five times a day, I think, is just start praying with the fard. Do the minimum. Just do the minimum. Do the minimum and then work your way up to the maximum. Yeah. You know? Takes two to like five minutes. Exactly. Just Half pray. Day, five prayers. Exactly. Yeah. Five prayers. That's it. So it. You get me? Yeah, like Kamala like was saying about smoking and how you were saying when you smoke for a week, it suddenly goes for a long period. I feel like that's with Salah, especially in my. Um, perspective when you pray for a month and then you, you then then it's uh you're maybe around with family or you're not at home or you're not at the mosque or you're other with other people for me it constantly comes into my mind you pray hurry up pray go do wudu now yeah. go get you a small think, space you think there's something missing there's something missing oh, yeah from your day yeah, yeah. Good day. 100%. yeah it's like a cigarette yeah yeah man. you're gonna be like an addict yeah you know it's I mean? like so a, there's like a feeling you get like a bit of it's like nicotine 
Yeah. When, when nicotine gets in your blood, make it an addiction. Yeah. Not addiction. all addictions are bad. Yeah. Innit? Yeah, man. That's the thing with Salah. I think with, with Salah, anyways, you, you kind of, when you're on the first, when you start trying to play regularly, you have to be careful not to make excuses. Yeah, like some people who do like bad things, for example, Zinna or, or Smoke. We all weed. sin, bro. We all yeah, sin. Yeah, we all sin. Yeah, but some people will say, all right, I'm smoking weed, I'm drinking alcohol. So I can't pray. What's, I can't pray. What's, so, the, what's the point of praying? Yeah. yeah. I don't get edge for the praying. It doesn't matter. Man. The hadith of Muhammad says, yeah, yeah. So. you can't pray like for 40 days. Okay, that's good. Well, it's not bad What's, for 40 yeah, days. It's not, you don't get edge for 40 days, but yeah. you're meant to be You still praying. should pray, like you shouldn't have stopped. Yeah. yeah. It's not about the edge, it's about your salah. This yeah. is, is fard. You get sin if you don't pray. Yeah. Exactly. It's, you get sin, yeah. This is the second pillar, yeah, the second pillar of the five pillars of Islam. So, if one, like for example, yeah, you've got a house, yeah, you've got five pillars in the house. If one pillar goes down, what happened to the, the house? The house is weaker now. What will happen to it? Or let's say you don't fast or you don't pray, what will happen to the house? It falls, man. It falls. This is, this is Islam. This is basically Islam. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the thing, like prayer, like, like Salah, like if you're looking at, like, for example, Ramadan time. Like for me, like from before, like I I I fast, but I wouldn't pray. You get me? Now alhamdulillah, I do. But like like four or five years ago, I wasn't praying in Ramadan. And, like you're basically starving yourself. Cause what's the point? Yeah, what's, what's the, the point? point? You're supposed to pray, man. Like what's the point? You're you're not you're not. It's not true. Like you're you're not gaining anything out of it. You actually you actually like you're 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 fasting. You're you're starving yourself. Cause it's not valid if you don't pray. You know what I mean? I got a question for Yusuf. Um, basically, how would you advise a brother? How would you advise a brother who is not praying and is insecure about Dean? He's not sure about what to do in life. How would you approach him to start praying? For me, I would start with why. Why are you praying? For me, I was I was praying because I was I was facing distractions. You know. Movies, uh, TV shows, or praying five minutes, ten minutes, or praying ten minutes later, and yeah. the prayer time is gone. So you have to look at why you're not praying, and then trying to and try and make prayer a priority. Yeah. Thing is, from my experience, yeah, there's a saying: you can take a horse to water, but you cannot make a drink. So I can guide you all I want. I can tell you, brother. Listen, I can take you to the masjid, brother. I can give you all these Islamic yeah. books. But that necessarily won't mean that that brother will will have the same energy as me. Exactly. So you have to realize that you you can only do so much. You can For only somebody. help someone so much. It's just up to them, and that's why I feel like with with a, with with a, you have to you have to make sure you're given the right information, yeah. the most best information. At the end that, of the day, it's their choice with. what they do with it. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. like for me, Alhamdulillah, like when I became like more practicing, Alhamdulillah, I was trying to like. Get everyone with me, if that makes sense. And you should be doing that, of course, but the thing is, when you're when you're with when you're telling people, come pray, bro, come pray, bro, yeah. From experience, they're only gonna come pray with you to get them off your back. And I think for me, I've come to a conclusion where um don't don't really go saying you have to pray, come pray, come pray. For me, they'll because it was it was this happened with me, bro. They'll fall in love with Salah, they'll fall in love with themselves. Because that would be more powerful than me telling them to come pray. If I tell them to come pray, 
They'll come for one, two days, then halas, they won't come again. Yeah. You get me? If they if they learn themselves and they they hear the other themselves, they see them people, brothers praying themselves, then they'll they'll fall in love with it and then they'll come themselves and then that will be more sustained. You know what I mean? So for me, for for it sounds selfish, but sometimes you have to be. Focus on yourself, man. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so trying to change the heart rather than the actions. Exactly. Which is because sometimes you act without referring to your heart, you know what I mean? Yeah, what you said, what you said about um, how it has to come internally. Mm. That's exactly the same way it come for me. I didn't have no one telling me. Yeah, Obviously, your family around telling you come pray, come pray. It kind of came to, a, but it's not. Yeah, it doesn't click at the same time. You have, it it, it has just to comes be, regular. That every time that like, I pray, 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 pray. Yeah, like getting forced to yeah. pray. It's, it's a bad thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It has to come. It has to come internally. You need to believe in it. Because then what you are, you, know, what are you, you praying you for? What, yeah, are you, what are you praying? It's like with Quran. Like you go like these a lot of little kids like. Like for me when I was younger, I was going to like reading Quran and read, like Madrasa and stuff. And I was like, why am I actually, what am I reading? What am I doing here? Like I'm being told to come here, but what am I actually learning? Yeah. Same with Salah. If you're being told by your parents, go, time to pray now, Isha time, Mangal time, and you're praying, and you never actually know why you're praying. Like, are you, are you just doing random actions? Like, what, what is it? Do you know what I mean? You have to kind of embrace it yourself. Yeah. That's how you become committed. Yeah, some families like post the like kids to pray yeah and they get used to it that's it but they don't know who who are they praying for yeah some people are like this yeah, look, yeah. that's the thing who i know quite a few people like that yeah. they, they they've come to they've marshaled it's a good habit to have actually that you're still praying but if you don't know what you're praying for yeah, what's, yeah you don't know what's going that's on that's the thing like thing is if you're praying then you can kind of like get to that yeah. knowledge in the future yeah. but I see what you're saying. Like, if you if your whole life you've been praying, but you don't actually know what you're praying. Because I was speaking to an imam once. Um, Shai here, by the way. I was speaking to him um, about um, salah, and he said to me that there was um, there was an old man who came into the masjid, and he he, he knows him. He recognizes his face, um, and um, he's someone who prays like regularly in congregation. He's always at the front row, and um, he came to him and he said, um, "I need you to teach me how to like what what to say when I pray salah." He's like an old man, like quite yeah. an old man, and his whole life, mashallah, he's been praying five times a day regularly, but he, he didn't actually know what he was saying. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I think that's the important thing to understand that, like, like yes, you get rewarded for praying, but understand what you're praying for. And what you're saying in your prayer? Exactly, what you saying in your prayer? Why are you praying? What do you get out of it? That but sort of thing, man. Yeah, take take your steps in it. So exactly, it's it's a long first, journey, man. First, you know, get the prayer established as a habit. That's it. And then you go on to. 100%. Finding the meanings, you know, finding peace in prayer. That will come later. That will yeah. come straight away. So don't no, it will never come straight away. It's a long journey. Very long journey. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing is with, with prayer is you have to make sure that, obviously, like Garmin was saying about knowing what you're understanding, that for me is key, is, is, is the fundamental Knowing what you are saying and what is when is your when you're praying is key because you are knowing that you're worshiping your Lord, yeah, and the, and the things that you are saying is accounting for that. And when you yeah. go outside on the street, I say to a lot, I say to a lot of brothers here, yeah, when you go outside on the street, yeah, represent yourself as a good person because you have to listen, you have to listen to this here, yeah, that people that are not fond of Islam, they don't like Islam and they will they they they're ignorant people. They will not read the Quran, they will not look at hadith 
and they will not look at exam history. They will look at actually how the person is himself. You're That's why with 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 all these um, uh, people who are carrying out uh, uh, attacks and all these things, it's all got to do with how the actual person is. It's not nothing got to do with Islam. How they are. I look at the UFC fighter Khabib, how he's how he always makes sure that what he's doing, he's always humble and he's been a, he's always been a good person. That's where'd what people look at. Where do you get that from, Salah? Exactly, you get that from praying to Allah. That's mm-hmm. why it, it brings you peace to your life and, it's, and, and it sustains that. And that's why I feel like it's key. If you're not like the other, the other uh, a very small sector of Muslims that, don't, that follow um, Islam in the wrong way, they, they, it's all down to what, what they take in. And that's, what, that's where it goes back to what Kamal said, making sure that you take in the right information, making sure that you know what you're saying, because when you know what you're saying, you know the meaning of it. I think you have to be careful when you look at these, mashallah, they're amazing people who, mm. who you're looking at, who are role models for Muslims nowadays. But I think you need to understand that when you see them praying, mashallah, they're praying, but, but you have to understand that there's difficulties as well. Like, yeah. it's not easy, you know what I mean? Like, the it journey... Is. Like, what, what would you say, like, for you, man? Like, what was the biggest difficulty? Did you actually have any difficulties, like, trying to pray? Like, what was, what would you say? Was yeah, like, uh-huh. you, you, obviously, when you, when you pray for the first time, when you don't pray, there's difficulties. You think to yourself, like... This is long, isn't it? This like, is long, yeah, man, yeah, and, 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 and this is not... That, the thing is with me, when I developed praying, I, I was so fixed on praying because I thought to myself, I go, listen... You need a lot, and if you don't need a lot, you're you're, you're finished out here. So did you kind of like condition yourself to say, like yeah. like well, like it is in the gym, like when you do your conditioning and stuff. Like did you kind of do the same thing? Yeah, you you it's a, it's a like you said it's a process. Yeah, it's we're not. I guarantee there will not be people who are not praying for a couple of years. They won't suddenly start praying. They won't suddenly become yeah. uh, uh, imams and and all these stuff. It's a process. You have to think to yourself. First, we pray. Take yeah, each step just, day by day. You, did, you don't just wake up and yeah. the next day. You take each step day by day, and that's that's what I that's what I give advice to, to these young uh, to these uh, to the brothers that don't take every single day, day by day. Every single day is a new day. Start fresh. If you missed Isha, yeah, on on it on a yesterday, pray Isha the next day. Because yeah. then you will reap the habit. Don't think, oh yeah, I haven't prayed, man. Oh yeah, this end for me. I'm done out here. No, it, tomorrow is a new day. Let's just perfect that. So that's yeah. what I feel like. I think is. also, the, I think I don't know about you guys, but like the value. I feel like the value of salah and like the virtue of salah is quite. It's not as understood in this in in like today's society. Yeah. Because um, if you like look at the hadith and stuff like that, they say if you if one one knew the value of salah, they'd crawl. Yeah, exactly. Towards salah, it's like it's like with um when you go to like the khutbah or something, the Ajumma, like and you pray in the first stuff, the first line. Yeah, you pray Yeah, the amount of blessings you get, but it's like I think that's that's the thing. But when you when you're someone who's new to this to praying, new to this whole idea of like. Essentially, it's meditation, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you, you're finding peace, you're finding this sort of thing. But if you're whole, if you're always in like a like a noise and fast paced thing, you know I mean, yeah, then right. it's kind of it's like a change of environment, right? Mm. You're kind of trying to adapt to this environment. If you're always like in an environment of like music, shouting, screaming, whatever it is, and then you go into a completely quiet environment, that can sometimes affect you as well. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. whether you enjoy it, whether you don't, some people. If you're if you're like a party animal, for example, you're not gonna the first time you pray is not gonna be like easy for you, is it? If you're just completely like there's like void of sound, you know what I mean? Yeah, because if you're used to eating junk food, 
You want to appreciate healthy food, isn't it? Exactly, 100%. You want to enjoy it. There you go. You have to learn to kind of like... To cut out the junk food and then there you start go. eating. What you, put in, what you put into your mind and what you put into your body is so essential. Yeah. Because if you, if you put good things into your mind, if you're around good people, that would put goodness onto your mind and that will reflect your actions. If I'm out here... Um, Say, for example, I'm not drinking alcohol, I'm not smoking, but I'm going with other people who are, you're going to be around that society and then you're going to think to yourself, like, that's just how you are and you're, you're thinking that as accepting. Yes. And, and that's eventually, gonna have, eventually your, like, your, your company takes a toll on you. Yeah, head. that's going to have a toll on you. If you're constantly praying and you look at that as something which is so necessary for you, like I say, I say Salah is so key because... When I started praying, I started to realize so many changes, just so many changes that you see to yourself that you've never seen before. It gives you, it's like a, it's like a, it gives you this complete, um, confidence. Exactly. It gives, it gives you like this, I don't want to say like tablet or medicine, but it gives you something complete that you need. And that's, that's what I think that, 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 that is, that is, that is the key. And obviously, yeah. Yusuf, how, did you find anything difficult when you were praying because like I'm saying yeah I think a big thing for me obviously and a lot of people as well is distractions yeah distractions social media days, video yeah. games movies yeah. TV shows notifications man and it's like oh I'll pray in 10 minutes time yeah 10 minutes yeah. goes I'll pray in 5 minutes yeah. 5 minutes and then the prayer's gone and yeah. then the prayer's gone yeah so for me I had to cut out all of that stuff yeah and it helped me a lot even, if you, even if you don't cut it out just like reshuffle like reshuffle have priorities yeah. have priorities pray yeah. first yeah. Um, Pray first, then you can enjoy as long as you want. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. That's ex- especially to any of the brothers. If you're, for example, if you're not going through bad things, but you're not praying, like I said, just get it out of the way. Just pray. Because it will, I'm telling you, it will do wonders. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not the greatest mentality to have. Oh, I'm just going to get it out of the way. Yeah. But for someone who hasn't been praying before, that's kind of like how, I guess, to start, like, be the way to do it. If that makes sense? Because... Like Salah is it's a blessing, you know. Like yeah. it is a blessing to we are privileged to be praying to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. You know what I mean? But for someone who who wasn't really doing this before, try and just like we pray the minimum, get it out of the way, slowly and slowly. It's a journey, right? Yeah. You're, then then you'll kind of be like, I kind of want to do this more. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna I'm gonna spend more time praying because you know, like even when you read Tasbih, like. Like, you just want to get it done. You read it quickly, quickly. You know what I mean? When you pray your Salah and like Salah, you read it quickly, right? I mean, like at the start, that's how just get it done, get it that way. Exactly. Then slowly, like trust me, you you slowly understand the virtue of salah, and then you enjoy it more. And then there'll come to a time where like you're missing something in your life. Where like I didn't pray today, and it hurt. It like hurts your mind because salah, like you were talking about, like medicine early. Like salah is the medicine for your soul. Hundred percent. Like like I said, if you're not if you're not um, praying and you don't have that mindset, as I said. Once you start praying and once you start, as, as, as I said before, getting out of the way, mm-hmm. you'll start to, as I said, get into that habit of when you keep praying, yeah, you'll start getting to habit, then you won't want to miss it. Yeah. And that will instantly impact your mind. And I'm telling you, it will. Because when you're doing something which is good for you and good for your soul, yeah, then you will not want to miss it. Yeah. It's like I, I, I references to when, you, when, you, when, when it's Ramadan. When, you, when it's um, uh, Sehli time, yeah, and... And you um, you don't wake up, and then you wake up the next day in the morning. You're like, why didn't I get up fast? You get you get that. Mm. I'm telling you, you will get that. I've got that so many times when I was younger, where I didn't get up at four a.m. in the morning to um, 
go downstairs and, and eat. And then when you wake up the next morning, you, it, it, it plays with your mind. And yeah, I think that leads us on well to, to something. Which I think for me is the toughest Salah. Although it's the shortest, it's the toughest, and that's Fajr. I just wanted to get you guys' like, opinions. Like, how yeah. do you how do you get up for Fajr? Like, it's not as easy as it sounds. Like, oh, I just get up for Fajr and do my alarm. Like, like, at the start, how was it for you guys? Like, was yeah, it some people can't. Yeah. can't get up in the morning to pray. And some people can because some people get up like without an alarm. They're used to it. They're used to it, yeah. They're yeah. used to it. So now, like, like my dad, yeah, doesn't have an alarm. Just used to it's it. Fun. Yeah, so yeah, my, yeah, my grandma as well. Yeah, they just look outside. Yeah, that's the best thing to have. It's, like. it's crazy, much. It's so beautiful. How do you get it? Like, that that just shows yeah. your iman, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. mad, bro. They, I swear you said to me once, my what was it? Like you can be like the the heaviest lifter, but you can't wake up. That's what I said. What was it? Yeah. You can go to the gym and lift weights, but you can't lift your bank up for fudging. Yeah. <laughs> that's so that true. Oh, so true. It's man. That's what, that's what that's people... True. That shows your true strength, innit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> but like I was saying, like, even the older, the older people, like, my, like his, his dad, my grandma, they don't, they don't have alarms. They don't have phones to wake them up. They just look outside and they know instantly, yeah, it's fudging time. You know what I mean? That's, you should think to yourself, like, if these people... Who don't need phones and don't need this can be able to do that, then you should always do it as well. Use that as a motivation. Yeah, use, yeah because use that as a motivation. Best believe, people, like if you look at some of the greatest sheikhs and alims of like Islam, Islam, like in Islam, bro, like that, they all had a starting point. You know what I mean? They they weren't born like they they weren't born and they were holding Quran in their hand, were they? Like it wasn't no, like that. They weren't so sheikhs from early. So they weren't. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't all born Muslims. No, but they weren't because they 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 were they were they were they had to. Um, but we don't have to talk about Sahaba. That's another. They're, they're another level, bro. Yeah. Let's not even talk about Sahaba, man. Yeah. They're, they're on another level. But like, anyways, like, like everyone, everyone has a story. No, I mean, I mean, I meant like it's it's that it's that it's that like. Um, no, I know what you mean. Process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Process. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can go from nothing, but once you once you start to do those necessary things. Yeah. Then. And when you see people around you who are like mashallah, your father, like your grandmother, mm-hmm. who are praying like that, like they don't even need an alarm, they don't need to tell anyone mm-hmm. to tell them like what time Fajr is, like they'll, they'll already be there, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think that's that's quite good for motivation, if that makes sense. Because yeah. because it's like a ta- it's tangible, you can see it in front of you that, that this is what people people get, you know what I mean? That, like, yeah. Like they're they're literally waking up without any any anyone helping nothing. They just go out, pray. Like that's where inshallah may Allah please like all get us to that to that situation, do you know what I mean? Yeah. For me I just use uh many two things. Sleep early. That's essential. And then two is like you have you have your alarm far from your bed. So maybe outside your room. So oh yeah, yeah. So when you get up like, You have to get up, you're already up then. You have to get up to yeah. turn it off. Yeah. That usually works for me. I don't know mm. about you. Yeah, I tried that. Actually, it helps. It helps me. That was quite. That's quite a good tactic, honestly. Now, with when when you obviously when when you get married and you have your wife there <laughs> and you have your husband there, you know what I mean. That that goes hand in hand as well. Because you get my mom. I've referenced my mom always wakes up my dad. Sometimes my dad wakes up. But that goes. That that's that. I like that. That goes hand in hand. Yeah. Both. Uh, You're kind of helping each other. Striving each other to read. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, 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 so it's so good. I like that. <laughs> but I think that um, my advice for someone who's um, not praying or even praying, uh, but they're just 
uh, and consistently. Just keep at it. Just always think to yourself, why have I done this before? That's what I always reference. Nice. When, you're, when you're going for a sprint or, or you're going for a race and you failed one time and you're, you want to strive and you do want to do it again, you have to look at that as well. You have to look about why did I do this first place? I wanted to do this because I want to achieve peace. I want to achieve good. I want to be successful. I want to go to Jannah. That's what you have to think to yourself. When you're in that bad place, remember, it's only temporary. Allah will not give you a test that you cannot cope with. So when you're yeah. in that position, just make sure, why have I done this before? Just got to keep that, you got to yeah. keep that mindset. It's very hard. Some people I look at, they've accomplished everything, everything. And then they just, it just decreases. But that's the reason why if you look at, if you look at with, we live in a society today where, if you look at the news, there's been celebrities who pass away, they commit suicide and stuff. Why? Because their their whole life, they're soul searching. They don't know, like their their whole life, they've they've created, they got all this abundance and wealth, tangible wealth, money, cars, houses, whatever it is. But there's a hole in their soul. There's a hole in their soul. Yeah. They haven't they haven't got content. They're not content. Yeah. They're looking for contentness. They're looking for peace. Yeah. And I look, I reference that on social media. Yeah. People, people pleasers. Like we talked about this last last time. But anyways, their their whole life they're looking for something and then they can't find it. And then what do they turn to? Drugs, alcohol. Yeah. Zina and that sort of stuff But with us like Alhamdulillah We, we have it under our nose And it's mm-hmm. Salah I promise you That yeah. that fills the gap It fills the void that you, In your heart that, you, that you're looking to find Like You don't find this satisfaction You don't find this content In anything else And though with Salah It's not something That I'll be honest with you A lot of the time You don't actually see the benefits Like first time You first hand You see the benefits As you go along like, For me When I started praying I didn't see like The whole benefits But gradually as I became More practicing yeah, You don't feel the peace straight you away You don't feel peace straight away Of course takes like time it's like it's like um it's like some medicines when you take a, a tablet or something or para- whatever it is you don't as soon as the, if you've got a headache and you take a paracetamol you don't just stop getting the headache as soon yeah, as you, yeah. it takes time right like when you pray like for me when i was praying it took me like a good like few months before i started seeing the benefits like i was more happy like, i was more yeah. yeah i mean i was enjoying life more i was getting more well. yeah i was enjoying my prayer i was like, i don't want, i don't want to pray fast like, and i was going to the masjid more i was like you know what i mean you just become a better person and you don't see that that's why you look at you don't see it immediately but that's that's the thing with salah like, it's something that you you get so much out of in the future in the akhirah and that's why certain people fall off and that's why certain people you know like these celebrities who do commit suicide unfortunately because they they don't understand that when you get when your whole life you've been gaining things immediately and the sense of short termism where you get the money up front you get this up front that up front you don't ever have that sense of what am I going to get in the future and what am I going to get after you get me when you got that lack of your mind as Muslims we believe that life is a test life is a deception we this is we're all being tested for a reason and what we get out of this dunya is being magnified completely in the akhirah you know what I mean. And when you haven't got that sense of salah, then you start thinking, what, where am I going to go afterwards? Like, what, what do I, what, what, what am I looking for? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sort of thing. Salah, salah is like, same as like, for example, yeah. Why do you revise for your exams? To get good results. To, so you can pass and get into uni. After uni, get, get a, job. a job. Same as the salah. Salah is, is basically a test. It's basically an exam. If you pass it, you go to Jannah. Yeah. If you don't pass like the exams, you you're gonna fail. I mean, yeah. Like, well, even if it's the same, you're gonna like, face the consequences. Like, exactly. Yeah. So 
Why do you care about like your exams? Why do you care about your grades? Why do you care about your GCSEs and A levels and like undergraduate? Why do you care about Salah? Yeah, Salah is a true. That's a true what, qualification. What's the purpose? What's What's the purpose of life? It's basically, like the test. It's, life is all of it. It's a test. Yeah. Yeah. We need to pass this test. Yeah. Yeah. We need to have like some patience. So basically, Salah is the key. As the as Hashim, Hashim said, like, like it's a key, man. Like, if you don't pray, like, you're missing a lot of things, man. Yeah. You don't get, you don't get. Think like, about it like this: Salah is, Salah is the key to the 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 big the big like the big mansion in general. Yeah. If that makes sense. And the beauty in your grave, yeah, you'll have your grades, your money, your yeah. video games, your yeah. movies in your grave with you. You'll have your prayer, your fasting, and that's all you're gonna carry. And other things, obviously, and yeah. yeah. That's what you're going to carry with you to Allah. Exactly. I say, I say, I say this all the time. But I say it again, Islam is a blessing for life. Islam is the only religion that it shows you a way of life, how to eat, how to treat your parents, how to do good things. You know what I mean? How to, how to make yourself a good person. And other religions such as Christianity, Sikhism, Judaism, they don't they don't give you that aspect of life. They don't show you how to live, how to treat your parents, how to do this. And that's what I feel like Islam is so essential. Islam tells you how to, how to read. The benefits of, the benefits of, how, of why to read. Yeah. Shows you the benefits of why you should be good to your parents. And that, that's, what, that's what you need. People, when they look at life, they say, how does this appeal to me? A lot of people, when you, when, when you, want, some, when you want something, you want to know how can it appeal to me? Yeah. How is it going to get me into a good position? How is it going to get me? That's what I feel like Islam, that's what it does good for you. Is the only religion that shows you how how to how to live your life, and that is so key when when wanting to do different things. All right, I think that's a good time to um, finish the podcast, brothers and sisters. Exactly, here for joining us, Abdul Latif, and yeah. So check out the as I said earlier, check out the Instagram and the Twitter pages at Team Underscore Wahda. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.